Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. And they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? What sign will there be when all of these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you do not be deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I am he. The time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear wars and insurrections, do not be terrified. For such things must happen first. But it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place. Awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you, and they will hand you over to the synagogues and the prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand. For I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You know, today is the day when we typically talk about one of two things. First, people want to know, are we living in end times? That's always the big question when you see everything going around you, and the answer is yes, we are. But that has been true for 2,000 years. Since, since the resurrection, it had been end times waiting for Jesus to come again. And they thought, people back then thought they, he was coming in his life, in their lifetime. And now it's been 2,000 years. So when that is, nobody knows. Which is the second part then, the, that a lot of the time this Sunday focuses on. Well, if we don't know when the end is coming, what about not the big end, but what about my end? You know, five weeks ago tomorrow, <laughs> that took on a whole new meaning for me. <laughs> You know, what about my end? Now, people have told me a lot of things. We heard this, we heard this, we heard this. So let me, let me tell you the story of what happened. It was Columbus Day, October 10th. And, and um, Father John and I were out on, we do a lot of road cycling. And we were out on our 50-mile ride down to Seal Beach and back. And met a guy on the trail. And, you know, we get there and we have coffee and talk. And then we ride back. So it's 25 miles each way. And on the way back, we were going fast. 
in a pace line. There are certain rules you have to follow when you're riding in a pace line, and the guy leading at that time forgot one of them. And that's a critical one, that you don't slow down or hit the brakes without warning the people behind you. And he hit the brakes and turned around to say something to Father John, and, you know, I didn't see that at all because I was last in the line. And I hit his bike and suddenly got that high-speed wobble in the front tire and then, boom, over on the side. So if you've heard anything, let me tell you exactly what happened. Uh, um, number one, unconscious for about five minutes and disoriented for a little while. And my hip was ruined. I can't go through scanners anymore because <laughs> they had to replace the whole thing. Multiple broken ribs in the back and got a metal plate holding my shoulder together now. <laughs> That'll, that'll stay there for the rest of my life and, 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 a, and, and a concussion. When I was in the hospital, I had a lot of time to think. A lot, a lot of time to think. You can't worry about work at that point, just trying to get well. And the thought that came to me most clearly, and, you know, I like, I like uh, you know, there's a couple of sayings. One, you hear it straight from the horse's mouth. In my case, it feels like you hear it from the donkey's mouth. Because it finally occurred to me, that old saying, pride goes before a fall. Well, well, in my case, that was literally true because I came to realize it wasn't the guy's fault. It was my fault. It was my fault. I should have been smarter. You know, when we're, when we're riding that trail, I've been in competition from the time I was six years old, <laughs> competing one way or another for, first uh, traveling around the country in my sport, competing for years and years, and, and then coaching and competing and all, all kinds of stuff. And that transferred over to the trail. You know, you see some of these young guys who are fast, and they, and they go by when we're riding and say, you can't drop me. You know, I'm older than you, but if I get on your, if I draft you, I can stay with you. And, and you know what that is? That is, that is pure pride. That is pure pride. You know, I don't care how old I get, you can't drop me. And you have to ask yourself, why? why, why you know, why, why does that competition kick in like that? Which caused, which caused the accident, because I was about this far behind Father John's wheel, so I never had a chance. That's not the guy's fault. That is my fault. But the second thought is, realizing we're hitting the end of the church year, how many other things do I have like that? How many other things, you know? One, one of the interesting things, call it the Holy Spirit, guardian angel, whatever it was, when we got on the bikes to go back, to start riding back, I had a good helmet, really good helmet. It saved my life. It was like I tightened it up and got on and said, now that's really uncomfortable right now. I'm going to loosen it up. So I was riding with it loose for only about two or 300 yards. And then I said, you know, this really isn't safe to have it this loose. So even if it's going to hurt, I tighten it back up. Now, what, what gave me that thought, this, this isn't safe, I don't know, but if I had left it the same, I'd either have brain damage now or, or, or be dead. Just that thought, tighten it up, that's not safe, and it saved my life. So if you do any bike riding, wear a good helmet. I can tell you that for now. But it did lead me to think, though, is that what I really want? When the time comes for me to face God, that that's what I have to present to God. Look at God, I could beat this guy on the trail, or I could keep up with them, or the, you know, the young guys couldn't beat me. Is that what I want to have in my life, that one of the things I present to God? And it led to the thought, how many of other things like that do I have then? 
where I get proud of myself and I'm going I'm to prove this. I mean, all of that nonsense about what matters and what doesn't matter. You know, we talked a while back saying, you know, you look around your house and all the stuff that, that's precious to you and realizing that almost everything we own after we die is going to belong to somebody else or is going to go to the trash. So why put such a high value on all of that stuff? Uh, and I really, I really had a long time to think about this when you're in bed for 22 hours a day for a long time. Uh, um, you know, let's just put it in, in terms of three things that I, that I thought about. What about judgments we make about people? There's an old cartoon. Remember Peanuts, Charlie Brown and Linus and all that? Remember that? There was one that said, you know, uh, Charlie Brown is sitting next to Linus and got a picture of a man that Linus drew and he's got his hands behind his back. And Charlie Brown looks at him and says, you put his hands behind his back, that means you're insecure. And Linus says, no, I put his hands behind his back because I can't draw hands. <laughs> Remember that one, but it, you know, it really does lead to, to the, the thing of how often do we make judgments of people that the only place they're true is in our mind? They're not true out there, but we make that judgment and then we accuse the person and, and it's nonsense. You know, so, so making judgments about people and, and the other one then is actions. Laying there thinking about the pride and what I, you know, what I felt like I had to prove something to people, whatever. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But second part is, you know, it came from that other gospel. When you do everything you're supposed to do, just say, I'm a useless servant. I only do what I'm supposed to do. And I thought about actions. So what does that, again, what does that make me if I'm not even doing everything I'm supposed to do? Now, let me tell you one good thing that came out of this. The guy that we met on the trail that we're riding with that made the mistake, his marriage is in trouble. <laughs> and um, coincidentally, by meeting up with him, Father John's been able to help him <laughs> with marriage counseling. You know, it's, one of the blessings that comes out of this is maybe that's going to save his marriage by, by you know, that we met up with him and the, you know, through the phone calls and how are things going and everything, then I think Father John's going to be able to help him. But the other one would be, you know, it's clear to me about when the gospel says you have to stay ready. I understand that in a whole new way than I did before. And I hope you understand it too. I hope you understand it too because it happens in a second. Just like that, you don't see it coming. You just don't see it coming, and it happens in a second, everything changes. I want to give just a minute of silence here then, and I'd ask you to just focus on what are things that you don't want to present to God and say, okay, that's not who I really want to be, Lord. If I had to face you today, I want, you know, I want to be rid of these things. And then pick one. We're coming to Advent season in two weeks. So let's spend a minute now thinking about that and pick one that says, I'd love to get rid of that in my life, Lord. So if we start Advent in two weeks, that's going to be our focus. Uh, you know, what one thing do I not want to have in my life that I'd like to be better at? Let's take a minute of silence for that. Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish, or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.